Hey there folks, Ben here from So From Creative, here with the first episode proper of our new podcast season, Worldwide War. As you might already know from the trailer which came out last week, this new podcast season is designed to be a resource for businesses across Northamptonshire and the wider world to help make the most of the new digital world unfolding before them as businesses everywhere adjust to a new reality right now under lockdown. Thanks for joining us. We're really glad to have you along today. So without further ado, we're going to get on with the show. Okay, so welcome folks to the first in our new podcast series. Uh, A big thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we really hope you're staying safe and staying well out there wherever you might be listening to us. Um, There's no denying things are pretty strange right now. Some people are working from home, some people aren't working at all, and some businesses are desperately working at 100 miles an hour to try and readjust and recalibrate their businesses right now to a new way of working. With that in mind, this podcast is hopefully going to help some of those businesses and each episode we'll be chatting with various local businesses and experts in their field, from SEO to social media, to try and bring you a range of hopefully really useful advice and guidance and maybe even a few new tricks to put to good use as well. In today's show, we dialed in from a safe distance and had a really good conversation with Luke Kennedy from Bright Design, uh, based here in Northampton. And Luke talked to us about their whole approach to digital marketing and uh, a little bit about how they're adjusting to getting a team of 20 plus individuals working remotely right about now as well. So that was really interesting and we'll be along in a few moments. Before we get into that, though, a few pieces of housekeeping from me. First up, this podcast series have sort of come about as a hand-in-hand companion, really, to go with a series of webinars that we are running at the moment for businesses across the Nem Valley region here in Northamptonshire. We've been lucky enough to work alongside the Destination Nem Valley team for a number of years now, and we're really excited to be delivering these webinars to affected businesses all over the area at the moment. During these sessions, we're going to be covering all sorts of areas from digital marketing to gearing up teams with a range of really useful tools and bits of software, getting started on social media and a whole range of other different areas over the coming months. The sessions are running each Friday from 12 noon for about 30 to 40 minutes. Um, We had our first session last week, which kicked off and looked at a range of tools and systems to help businesses communicate and collaborate remotely. Hence the shape of some of the questions that I posed to Luke at Bright during our conversation coming up. Um, And this week's session is the first part of a two part arc looking at a general introduction to digital marketing so that session kicks off at 12 noon on friday april the 24th and we really hope you might be able to join us um, to find out what's happening in all of these upcoming sessions you can find all the information at our website soverycreative.com slash webinars and to book your place you can drop an email over to our good friend karen williams at the destination nem valley team her email is kwilliams at east hyphen northamptonshire gov.uk so do get in touch if you wanted to book your space on any of the upcoming sessions don't forget you can keep up to date with everything we're up to day to day here at so very creative by connecting with us on social media we live at at so very creative over on twitter instagram and linkedin so do feel free to come by and find out a little bit more about what we're up to day to day as well um, just a final last piece of housekeeping from me um, if you've been following us on social media lately you might have noted that we've been tweeting quite a lot about the hope center here in northampton uh, doing amazing work to help the most vulnerable people in our town but as it stands the team down there are really in need of donations right now to help them deliver the amazing work that they do in Northampton whether that be donating to their text campaign which you can do by texting end hunger to 70450 that donates a five pound donation to the team they've also got a just giving campaign which you can find at the Northampton Hope Centre website Uh, and of course if you are able to arrange any kind of a donation maybe some cans of food that you've got in the cupboard or maybe even a streetwide collection like we did down here in East Northampton to take a car full of food down there. I'm sure the guys would certainly 
we'd be really grateful. So if you are listening and you've got a way of maybe finding a little bit of help or support for the team at Northampton Hope Centre, then yeah, I'm sure they'd really appreciate it and really love to hear from you. So, as I mentioned right at the top of the show then, this week's webinar that we held last week looked at a range of different options for businesses uh, who might want to be getting started right now with a range of tools to help them in two main areas. The two main areas we focused on initially were communication and collaboration. Now, obviously, everyone's got their own particular secret source for the tools that they like to use in these areas. And indeed, some folks aren't using anything at all. Um, Personally, here at So Very Creative, we use a whole range of different tools for keeping in touch and keeping projects moving along. Uh, Right now, as I'm sure many people have been, we've been using Zoom a lot for video conferencing with clients, uh, as well as a great video platform called Whereby, which sometimes offers a little bit more stability of signal when chatting, comes with a little bit more of a robust security framework as well, if that's something that is of particular need need for you guys. In terms of collaborating, obviously being an agency, we are you know, working with different clients day to day. And as a result, we're integrating with all kinds of different systems, uh, depending on the client's requirements. Some teams using fairly simple tools and suites like Google Drive or maybe the Adobe Creative Cloud storage solution, right up to slightly more involved project management tools like Asana and Trello. There are literally hundreds of options in all of these areas available right now for you to be making use of. And we've actually rounded up some of the more popular free and really easy to access tools um, over on our website slides as well. So if you head to soverycreative.com slash webinars and download the slides from last week's first uh, webinar session, um, you'll be able to find all of the links and information to hopefully try and give some of those tools a little whirl for yourself. To get a feel over how other businesses are coping right now and what tools they are making use of as well, our first interview this week is from Luke Kennedy at Bright Design, who I've known for a number of years now and who dialed in to join us for a chat. So hopefully Luke will have something that you will find of interest. Hey, big man. How are you doing? You all right? Do you look in a slightly different place than I've seen you in the last few weeks? Oh, I just thought I'd get away from the kids, uh driving us up the wall today so <laughs> sitting here and um, hopefully be a bit quieter oh, i know that feeling i've uh, i've stuck a note on the door behind me recording ask mum if she says no why are you already asking me yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i wonder if a good place to start perhaps is um is just for people that that don't know perhaps you or, or bright design just to give us a quick kind of heads up as to kind of how long you've been around and what kind of work you guys are doing day to day yeah, so um, five and a half years, which is absolutely flown by. Um, That's bonkers. It is. I mean, funny enough, wife said it yesterday, day before. Um, so you do realise it's five and a half years now since you started up. Wow, you know, that has just absolutely flown by. Sure. Um, and um, so to give you a quick understanding who we are, we're um, a Northamptonshire Blissworth-based um, digital marketing company, and we deal with SMEs, uh, mainly local businesses, okay. people like, uh, you know, everyone from your, your local plumbers all the way through to Northampton Saints. Um, we are big on the local area. That's cool. our, our big focus, really. Um, and um, for us, it's all about return on investment. I think where marketing gets confused a lot of the time is that uh, a lot of people think it's about having a nice pretty picture or it's about having a you know a ranking on google or whatever it is and fundamentally marketing's job is to make the business money mm-hmm. um and that's not not beat any bones about it that's that's all it should be sure. um and fundamentally the website and google or social media or whatever it is is a vehicle to do that um and ultimately certain areas and certain things will work for certain businesses and certain and some things won't. Okay. And for us, it's about trying to clear all that 
like smoke and mirrors that exists around what we do and say, right, okay, in order to achieve the additional X on your bottom line you want to get this year, what we need to do is A, B, and C. Okay. Uh, hopefully clearly define a, a working practice and process that enables people to understand what we're going to deliver and give you know, measurable incremental growth over a period of time so they can actually see a return. And um, my frustration, I think probably a lot of people who I, I think are doing things what we'd call the right way, sure. uh, is that there's a lot of people out there just, uh, you know, I say pulling the wool over people's eyes and just you know, talking about how, you know, how they're ranking on Google, how pretty their, their website is. And mm-hmm. ultimately, it's, it's no good having a pretty website if it's not where the footfall is. You know, no. There's two, two sides to this coin. Um, you know, the, there's the website, and that can be the best shop in the world. But if it's hidden down a dark alleyway somewhere and nobody ever walks down, then nobody's ever going to find your shop. So no. not only has it got to be attractive enough to, to get people in and get them buying, but it's also got to be on the high street where the footfall is. And ultimately, at the moment, that footfall tends to be on Google. Yeah. Um, although there are other sources and other means and methods and ways, depending on the industry nation, that I think is critical. People understanding that this is industry specific. There's nothing, um, no regimented way. There's no off the shelf for every business. No. Every business is different, and every industry is different. And the way that one works, and the the, the practices and the processes that are implemented for that industry be very different to another industry uh, and they won't work um, and you've got to be we, we take a very bespoke view about how this works for every single customer it has to be right for them you yeah. know um, it's got to be right for that particular vehicle it's got to be right for that particular business type um, and uh, you know it needs to deliver and tell me obviously uh, the company's bright design uh, rather than bright SEO or, or anything like that do you kind of see yourself as kind of a, a holistic kind of one-stop shop that people can kind of come to get that website built and then understand the best way of, of taking that out to reach customers or is your sweet spot more a case of coming in kind of after the site's been built and, and actually doing all of the hard work behind that to then as you say drive footfall through to it well for us you know, we'll work in any way. Ideally, what we want to be able to do is take something from the outset and, and take it all the way through to, to the final steps. Now, I think what we're starting to see in a lot of service industries is this sort of end-to-end delivery. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to move towards more of a pay-on-performance model eventually. And I Got think that we're probably two, three, four years away from that. Um, and I don't think the technology is quite there yet to enable a, a true power and performance model. Potentially, it could be in e-commerce markets, and that's something that we work with a couple of e-commerce service-related industries. It's very, very different, difficult to define an end result for them. Sure. Uh, you know, for us, it's about trying to understand how much they converse and how much traffic we get and how many inquiries they get, the convergence on and so forth. Okay. But actually putting it into a power and performance model isn't quite there yet. And I think that'll go towards that way in sort of two or three years' time. Okay. So for us, what we'd ideally like, you know, we'll take if somebody's got a website already built, then we'll deal with that. It's no problem. But if somebody comes to us and says, look, I want to get from here to here, you know, it's half a million on the bottom line, whatever it is next year. Okay, so what we need to do for you is you need a new website, you need some SEO, you need some PPC, some email marketing, some social media, whatever that mix is to get to that end goal. 
for us, that's absolutely key. We Not that we want to tie people into us, but we don't want people to really need to go anywhere else. We want to be able to say to them, look, you know, you're entrusting us to be able to get you this return on investment, this revenue figure that you've, you've asked. Sure. <laughs> Mix that goes into it. Here you go. This is how you deliver it. Um, and that for us is great. We, we do take customers who come to us with a, an SEO campaign running already that want PBC or are looking for social media or there's an idea what we'll want to do is try and take that whole journey from start to finish. Okay. Uh, it, it just seems to work you know, better for, for everybody involved then. Okay, so it sounds like the name of the game for you guys is really becoming, I suppose, a, a, an outsourced part of the team and being kind of there for the long haul, kind of every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's critical. You know, it's, it, it's, it's a bit of a glib comment, but partnerships are absolute key. Sure. I've worked in too many businesses or seen too many campaigns where the client is dominant or the uh, or the, the agency is dominant. And ultimately, what that means is that nobody ever really gets to where they want to get to. So sure. the client just defines everything and says, this is how we want to do it. For us, what we want to be able to do is work together to be able to say to the, the customer, potentially, that that's not right. That's a, that's a, a want rather than a, a wish and a want rather than a need, actually, sure. you know, what you need to do is this to get you to there. Okay. I know that's nice to have, but actually that you can save yourself some money by not doing that and doing this instead, which will get you to where you need to be. Okay. Uh, so we like to try and work in partnership as, as, as much as possible because that for us, that means our customers, our clients are invested in us and engaged in our processes, um, but also means that we're able to deliver more together with us. So, yeah, it's a bit of a glib comment, but partnerships are critical. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. And, and tell me, how are you kind of finding those partnerships at the moment? Because I suppose, obviously, in, in times like this, one of the things that people immediately start to think about is, what are our external costs? Is there a way of, of kind of throttling those back? How are you kind of generally finding things at the minute? Are you, are you finding that bearing out? Or actually, are you finding yourselves kind of more in demand as businesses want to start making more of things like pay-per-click and SEO to become more visible? Well, it very much depends on the niche. You know, we've got certain niches that are seeing huge increases. Okay. Uh, random things like fencing companies. Just okay. seeing the, you know, the demand going through the roof. And, you know, people are sitting at home getting, getting bored, starting to search for, you know, blinds or fences or gardens, whatever it is, something okay. that's related to home. And we're seeing huge search volumes. Not a great deal of conversion in certain, certain areas, but something's showing huge conversions. You know, we're okay. talking to... Our fencing companies that are showing massive increases. Okay. The other side of that, we've got thing has just gone on hold. Um, and what we're trying to do is trying to work with them to make sure that when they come out of this, they're positioned in a better position than they were when they they, they went into it. Sure. Um, so some of it is about working with them to try and sort of alleviate and change change their goals potentially and alleviate some of the pressure on them at the moment. Okay. But also show them ways that maybe they might not have thought of or that we hadn't explored with them for them to be able to make a return on investment. Okay. Um, you know, certain certain people we're looking at, at changing things and, and moving more towards, um, you know, pay-per-click campaigns sure. so that an immediate return straight away. Okay. Um, so it's about that, that sort of flexibility. And it, again, it comes back to this sort of such thing as sort of a, a bespoke off-the-shelf package. Everything is tailored. Mm-hmm. And that's because each industry is different. And we can see that now, the pressures that everybody's under now, 
um, are really tricky. You know, there's a lot of businesses that are really struggling out there, and we can give them a little bit of a help and a nudge in the right way to, to sort of help them win some extra business and get the tills new a bit more. Then, then great. You know, that's that's a win for everybody. And we're we're trying to do some more stuff with local businesses to try and help people that potentially won't ever become clients. Sure. Um, you know, take those next steps and understand that they can make some revenue and okay. make you know, this and by trying to offer them some free advice and that sort of thing. But it's more about um, trying to work again. You know, it's more, more and more and more important in this environment to work closely with our customers and really understand that strength, that partnership is, is just huge. Okay. Randomly for us, we've actually noticed um, an increase in business. And actually we've seen an increase okay. in Revenue and an increase in um, customer orders, um, okay. signed campaigns. Um, and when we went into this, everybody went in with a bit of fear, thinking, God, you know, what's going to We're seeing a quite good response. Um, okay. And I think that comes back to how the team are working and how we're really focusing on delivery and trying to make sure that customers are very aware of what we're doing. And sure. Things. Well, that tees me up perfectly, actually, to uh, some of the other things that I was going to kind of have a chat with you about today. Obviously, the um, the first webinar we ran last week was all around uh, this idea of trying to equip businesses with some, you know, some good tools to, to keep in touch with themselves, with their stakeholders, um, and to kind of collaborate and kind of keep projects um, on track, I guess, as people are yeah. working through. I was really curious to find out um, a little bit about what kind of systems and processes you guys are utilizing and I suppose as well how that's kind of shifted from kind of where you were when there's you know 20 odd of you in the office to now 20 odd of the you spread across 20 different remote locations you know have you found actually those systems have been kind of holding up and doing exactly what they're supposed to or are you actually having to kind of augment that with extra stuff as you go along? No I think we're quite I suppose quite lucky maybe it's just foresight. Okay. Um, we, we worked very hard for a period of about 18 months getting our, our standard operating procedures absolutely spot on in the business okay. so that we could sort of understand and manage customers through, through whatever stage of stage of their, their life cycle they're at. Okay. Um, so, for example, our, our month one process, which is literally just covers the, the, the steps that a customer will take during that first month one that, that comes into the SEO team, is over 3,000 words long. And it's very clearly defined with very clear processes and steps, um, and the guys have to follow this. And we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and they're very sort of well-versed with it. Okay. So our actual working processes and practices have been, haven't really changed at all. Okay. Um, what we are having to do is be uh, sort of closer with people. Okay. Now, what we're trying to do is, is create as many interactions, and one of the things that we are very sort of worried about is is our staff's mental health sure Um, you know for us it's important that everybody still feels part of the we do a skype call a video call with everybody so we can all say hello and how we doing and any updates from the day before and one of our apprentices got um her uh, her apprenticeship was was approved and she passed her apprenticeship yesterday okay awesome congratulations all the way around and you know virtual champagne held up and all that sort of thing sure Um, so for us, it's really important that we're trying to keep even closer, if anything, than, you know, we're, we're quite a close bunch anyway. Okay. <clears throat> Our WhatsApp group is called the BD family. That was <laughs> nice. It wasn't me who said it up. It was one of the guys. No. Um, so we are quite a close bunch anyway. But um, for us, you know, having 
the the ability to be able to keep uh, in touch with people, you know, make them feel part of the team, make them still feel as as though we're one unit has been absolutely key. Okay. Um, so we do that a lot. Um, the teams are always on. They're, they've got open Skype um, conversations or open Teams conversations. Okay. On all the times, so you know, we've, we've said to them, that "You're going to be if you've got a little niche, and there's there's a couple of the girls. They've got in the corner of their screens, got two screens set up at home. In the corner of the screens, they've got a Skype call on constantly with okay. the, the, their little team of team of, of girls that they like yeah, having yeah. And they're laughing. So that's on constantly. So they get in the morning, they do the do the um, meeting with everybody, and then they jump on there and they're." They'll leave it on and, and forget they're there for a bit, and then one of them will start having a bit of a chat, and they'll have a bit of a chat for a bit. Okay. So it sort of keeps everybody together a bit, bit more. Um, in terms of monitoring and measuring, say we've got a standard month one, month two, month three, and very, very well versed. Um, but for dev, dev, and for other management, we use tools like Teamwork. Okay. Um, so Teamwork is a brilliant project management tool that enables complete visibility across the, the, the whole project, really. We map projects on so we can understand all the steps throughout that project. Okay. That works brilliantly, really, really well for, you know, again, managing those processes. Again, the, the process for a web dev build is gosh, hundreds and hundreds of steps long. Sure. Just to get it right, so that when we're producing the, the website at the end, it's going to be optimizable it's going to be fast it's going to be responsive it's going to work effectively it's going to convert and so on and so forth okay so those are well first but they're all defined in teamwork so the guys can work all the way through teamwork really really simply and uh, you know follow all the steps tick the boxes and at the end it can get signed off and yes everything's done nice um, what else we use we use hubspot as a crm okay every client interaction that we do is is saved in hubspot okay so you know every is automatically recorded in HubSpot. Every conversation is recorded in HubSpot, so that if somebody's off or somebody gets a call from the you know the, the client or a client, they can see exactly what's happening. They've got complete clarity. Okay. The probably the uh, the biggest part for us though was working with our IT company. Have been really really good, um, and what they enabled us to do again. Maybe it was just luck. Maybe it was just timing. We'd literally just moved office at the end of Feb, end of January, early okay. Feb. Um, and as part of that move, we changed IT companies, and um, we had a whole whole remit of new things coming out. So we we had new phone systems, we had new VPNs on our servers. We started using more cloud based sort of storage facilities. Sure. So actually, when it happened, we were already in the process, when it started talking about a lockdown, we were already in the process of having apps on our phones that would enable us to take calls into our main number and transfer okay. those, those phones. So for us, it was just on the day that it happened, and we, sent, we, we actually started everybody working from home on the Monday. I think the lockdown happened on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, we, said, we sent everybody home on the Monday, and... You know, within an hour, everybody's up working, seems no problems at all. Okay. Uh, and that works really nicely. So if somebody rings into the main office, one of the guys will get a phone call coming through on their phone. They'll just put it through to the relevant person and it should sure. come up on their phone. Really, really good, easy way of doing it. So okay. that was absolutely critical. That was fortuitously timed then, if nothing else. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there was a bit of that. And I, it was something that we've been talking about for a, 
we well because we've we've been talking to the IKT company for a couple of months, as you can probably okay. imagine, with all the cabling and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that sort of thing going into the office. So it was a, the next step in the process, and um, you know they were changing the phone system anyway. So back in December, we made the decision to to go with this new phone system, which again is yeah, probably fortuitous. Okay, um, it's enabled us to work really, really easily. Really, oh, nice. Well, it sounds like the, the name of the game from your side is that once you've got the tools in place and you've got a fairly established process, it sounds like it's doing exactly what it's supposed to from your side right about now. You must be feeling pretty pleased and pretty smug with life. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always there's always issues. And what you want to be able to do is <laughs> minimise the amount of issues. Um, you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's a proof we got it working. There'll be points and uh, systems that you'll need to adjust and amend sure. um, but for us what we wanted to be able to do was have if, if these sorts of things came up you know our business continuity plan which you know we put together god about three years ago was uh, strong enough that enabled us to have a, a really robust way of working and actually instead of having to reinvent the wheel with working from home it's just been a couple of little tweaks yeah okay um, been really really I say simple touch really. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's worked really well you know the guys i think as well you know i've got to say hats off to the guys hats off to the team because they've been brilliant they've, sure. they've adjusted to it they've adapted to it and by nature of the industry we're in we have a lot of young people in our in our team sure um i couldn't be prouder of them they've wow. just gone on and done it and you know you, you speak to them and they're, they're really engaged with the processes that we're doing. So, yeah, I have to say hats off to them because they've been brilliant. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good to hear. And uh, I suppose the one thing uh, that's really interesting to me is obviously, um, I, yeah, I've been there, so I know you've got a, a very nice shiny office that uh, is normally well stocked with people. Um, yeah. What do you think it's going to look like moving forward? Are you guys, because obviously, I suppose we don't potentially know how long this is going to go on for, how long people are going to need to be kind of remote working for. Um, are you kind of happy that this could kind of carry on indefinitely from your side and you, you're, you're fairly confident everything that's going to kind of hold up and carry on or are you desperate to get everyone back in under one roof and get back to the way things were i mean you're always desperate to get everyone back under one roof because you know the the whole sort of team ethic and that sort of thing you know the the things that you can't quantify um from from having a team under one roof are really sure. you miss those you know you miss yeah. saying hello to everyone and you know face to face you see them on skype every morning but you miss that sort of face to face element and yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop out for lunch or whatever it is that that sort of engagement so from that perspective yeah for us ideally i want to get everyone back in the office as soon as possible and sure. that that's our absolutely that's our end goal that's where we want to be okay but it doesn't really make any difference to the delivery in terms of working from home you know everybody has access to the systems our systems are strong robust enough to be able to give us full delivery without any any concerns at all and I think ways we're lucky in that our industry is that way inclined anyway you know sure. being a, being a, an online industry if we couldn't work from home then who could um, <laughs> for us we've got to be able to you know put our money where our mouth is and, and work from home and be able to do what we what we do without Absolutely. any delivery. but yeah ideally I'd love to get if I'm back in the office you know you can't quantify what that is Going forward, I think it, it is going to change some of the way that we look at things, in it, certainly. Um, you know, we are going to be looking at ways potentially of letting people have more flexibility to work from home from time to time. Sure. Um, 
you know, part of the strength of our business, I think, is the fact that the team works so well together. And again, I keep saying the things you can't quantify. It's the things that, you know, they go make a cup of tea and they happen to be chatting and, oh, did you know this? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. customer? And those sorts of interactions, you can't, you know, it's the old water, water cooler thing, isn't it? Yeah. Talking over the water cooler and understanding that actually there's a reason that customer's doing this because you've just spoken to somebody in the dev, dev team about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And silly as it sounds, that's one of the reasons when we moved into the new office that we wanted it all on one floor. We didn't want two floors. Sure. We wanted to force those interactions between people. You know, we've there were two kitchens, one at either end of the office, so we closed one of the kitchens to make people walk backwards and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were walking past and they'll say, oh, did you know this about such and such? And that that's the thing you miss when you're, when you're at home. Um, sure. When you're at home, that sort of level of interaction. But... Delivery-wise, doesn't really change anything. However, we would love to get one back in the office. No. Yeah. Okay. I seem to remember, uh, I think you were literally the last meeting I had in real life before um, lockdown happened, actually. I seem to remember when we sat around the meeting room table that day, we were chatting about the fact we were quite excited, I think, that uh, this was the first time all of this amazing technology and stuff that we you know, evangelize about and tell all these businesses about day to day. The first time it's really, I think, in some cases, been put to scale and really stretched to see what it does. Um, how have you noticed that? Have you noticed everything still doing everything it's supposed to? No major kind of headaches? Now, again, for us, it's... It's more the tools that we use as opposed to the delivery. So, for example, our, our servers um, have huge capacity anyway. So okay. our sites aren't showing any impact of additional traffic because they're set up and structured in such a way that it shouldn't impact regardless of how much traffic they get. Sure. Um, but in, in regards to the tools that we use, you know, there's we use Zoom um, to do client meetings and that sort of thing. Actually... We've we've seen that's been pretty reliable, and I was, I was quite surprised yeah. because yeah, I feel for them in a, in a way that no, they weren't expecting to use <laughs> no. tool within a month. You know, they're no. sitting back at the start of February thinking, oh, we're seeing nice growth, and then all of a sudden, you know, half the world wants to access their tool. Yeah. Um, so and they've they've dealt with that increase brilliantly. Really, I know there's been security issues and that sort of thing, but if anybody, if any company scaled in the way they have over the last few months, then God, there'd be huge headaches. But, but we haven't really seen, uh, you know, we use a lot of uh, SaaS, so software as a service okay. uh, tools anyway. So everything from Microsoft 365 through to Teamwork, um, HubSpot, they're all software as a service tools. Okay. So they haven't shown any impact on you know, increased traffic or people having to work from home or, or anything like that because they're not doing any real nuts and bolts sure. work um on on the computers have been done at their end their server fields so nice. it hasn't really shown any massive impact at all we've, we've dealt with it quite well awesome well touch word long may it continue you watch we'll get off this call now and you're going to get a, get a phone call going everything yeah. stopped working what do we do <laughs> man so it sounds like generally um kind of not so much business as normal but certainly business as uh, as usual at least i suppose in into some to most of the uh, uh, degrees from your side yeah and we haven't again uh, for us we haven't really seen any dramatic impact in nice. in terms of delivery or anything like that you know in fact in some ways and some of the guys i'm having to tell them i've got we now god that's one thing i'm losing track of days yeah. um i found out that one of the guys was working on sunday okay um and um 
you know, we're, we're really big on work-life balance. You know, mm. we, I'm, I'm a true believer, having worked at certain companies, that, that you have to give people a work-life balance to be able to get, get the right work. Sure. That's, you know, engagement from them. Um, and um, we do have to say to people sometimes, you know, stop working on something. <laughs> yeah. Say to a day, just stop, stop. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is balanced, but you know, people just want to do it. They're they're, they're engaged and you know, probably bored at home, and she's thinking, "Oh, I could just get this done on this side." Oh, yeah. Then. So she's gone. I almost feel as well that there's there's some people I think that are almost a bit um, uh, kind of trying to get used to a new rhythm a little bit, and uh, it's not quite nine to five, and they almost feel guilty about not doing it nine to five. I think in some cases, and so people are desperate to try and make the time up, you know, however they can. You know, I almost feel like there's a big kind of collective thing from everybody at the minute, like, oh, let's not fuck this up because we all want to be working from home for as long as possible. You know, exactly, and also I think that people are quite aware. Every business that's impacted by this means that, you know, as a as a collective, it's going to be harder to come out of it. So we're always trying to work as hard as possible for everybody else's business, and regardless of what industry in, everybody seems to be doing collectively to be able to. Nobody wants to come out of this into a you know a dip, and actually, you know, I know there's been a lot of talk about you know there's going to be a huge recession and this that and the other. From what we're seeing, you know, we're seeing huge spikes in traffic. We're mm-hmm. seeing that people have money in their pockets. You know, funny enough, we, we, we're getting less inquiries coming through our site, and there's no hiding away from that. But the ones that come through are very serious. Yeah. Um, you know, they really want to move and make things happen and that sort of thing. But I think as soon as we come out from this, there is going to be some sort of reaction. There has to be because, you know, there's, there's so much happening at the moment yeah. um, in terms of search volumes and those sorts of things. So, yeah. Interesting few months, buddy. I wonder as a a fairly neat um, kind of closing off point, perhaps, for this uh, conversation for today. Obviously, you mentioned you were kind of doing what you can and and trying to put out some good advice and whatnot into the world for businesses um, trying to make their way a little bit with things like pay-per-click and and SEO and and digital marketing and stuff. Um, How can people find out more about Bright and get in touch with you if they uh, wanted to have a chat? Best place is just uh, have a look at the site. It's brightdesign.co.uk. Um, give us You know, I'll sort of complete the chat form on there um, and we'll get in contact. And, you know, we're always happy to try and help steer people in the right way. We're not going to, you know, turn it to sod off or anything like that. <laughs> Trying to help businesses locally. And we know if we can, you know, if we can keep one business afloat, help one more business afloat in this area, then it's going to be better for everybody. So the more we can do that, the better. So yeah, you know, don't be afraid. If if you've got some questions, give us a ring. We'll point you in the right direction to some tools that could help. And um, you know, don't have any problems doing that. That's awesome, man. Noble goals. And I know you're on the socials as well, aren't you? Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Where can people find you on there? Yeah, just just search on on Twitter. You'll see us come up. If just bright design, it will come straight up. Um, and um, I think what we could do is put all the contacts in the bottom of the uh, of the podcast, can't we? Uh, yeah, we'll put uh, links in all the show notes and the blog posts and stuff that go out around it as well. So yeah, we'll make sure everyone knows where to find you as well. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Uh, sweet. Well, Luke, really appreciate your time this morning. Um, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Thank you very much, mate. You're a prince. Luke, have an awesome afternoon, man. Thanks a lot for chatting. Really appreciate it. No worries. Cool. Have a good day, buddy. We'll see you soon. Stay safe.
Tada, bye. Well, there we go. A big thank you to Luke Bright Design for chatting with us today. A big thank you to all of you guys for joining us today on the show as well. We'll be back with the next instalment very shortly when we chat with Jack James at GNU Films and with Karen Williams from East Northamptonshire to see how they're gearing up for lockdown right now. In the meantime, be sure to check out the website at soverycreative.com for the slides referenced earlier in this podcast and to find out a little bit more about what we do. Um, in the meantime, make sure to subscribe to this show in your podcast app of choice to make sure you never miss an update moving forward. And indeed, if you particularly enjoyed today's instalment, you could even go one better, maybe leave a little rating or review, which of course makes it even easier for people to find the show in the future moving forward as well. So a big thanks for joining us. Until next time, stay safe, stay well out there, and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Worldwide What is a podcast from So Very Creative in Northampton. For more information, visit our website at soverycreative.com or find us on social media at, at soverycreative.com.